You smell funny. I'm a real fish nut. I really like fish. No, 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 fishing! Now, inshore, offshore. If it's in the water, we'll tell you how to get it in the boat. It's Flats Mafia Radio on 102.5 The Bone. It's like fishing with dynamite. The Bone. I am your host, Captain Bubba Bencourt. To my right, we have the man, Homo Sansa Hossage, Captain Justin LaForle. Good morning. Good morning, Hoss. Good morning. I mean, I feel like it, it's dad's not here, so I feel like when, when uh, I, I don't know the exact scene. I think it's uh, when the cat's away, the mice will play. Yeah, something like that. Yeah, something, something like that. Something we like will that. play today. And then the one and only Ryan Hoppy running the boards. What's up, dude? Sup, dude? <laughs> Sup, dude? I got. Up, dude? There's some stuff. Uh, me and Justin were kind of talking here quietly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and while we were talking here quietly, we figured that this first segment slightly might have a little bit to do with you. Oh no, why? Because <laughs> why uh, not? Because I'm just happy that you came off suicide watch after the Bears lost in that <laughs> playoff game yesterday. Well, like week. I said. At least I'm not Cody Parkey, that loser that's making $5 million a year, that same loser that went on the Today Show to make us all feel bad for him. Why? He oh. missed – how many field goals did he miss Twelve. all year? He, I knew that was going to come back to bite us in the ass. I go, there's no way you can have this loser kicking field goals. Well, and he made the first one. And I, mean, I just like the ice You works. don't do that. I – Read online, and I've heard Ian Beckle say that you don't kick the first one if they ice the kicker because they iced it and then he kicked it. So he knew that he was being iced and he kicked it anyway. You don't do that. Yeah. Well, I, if I was a kicker, I like to practice. Yeah. <laughs> At least the Cowboys lost. As long as they lose, I'm happy. All right. Well, all right, whatever well, floats your boat. All right. Yeah. Dude, I mean, the important thing. Bruce Arians, look at you. Yeah, that's why I wore my Bucko Bruce hat today. All right, I'll paint a picture for y'all who can't see Bub on our <laughs> Facebook page here. This dude's going to like training camp. Okay. As soon as, <laughs> He's got. As soon as I leave here, as soon as I leave uh, here, I'm going straight to training camp. I got the that Buc- shirt's got to be at least two sizes too small. No, no, no. It's only it's only because it's tucked under my uh, bean dip. What's this? That's I like to call that right there. You know that little part that hangs over the side. That's a little chicharroni right there. A little muffin top? <laughs> a little muffin top action? Okay. Yeah, but you know, it was, it was big news for Tampa. Uh, it's going to be interesting, but it's always interesting. And I don't, ah, man. I, I like what he said. I like what he said, though. He said, I'm not coming here to rebuild. I'm coming here to reload. Reload. That's a strong word. Okay. I like that. Well, and then I read. I don't know what it means. I mean, I know what it means. But I hope I you know what it means. I don't know what it means and what he's trying to get well, at. Because he doesn't need to rebuild. What what we have, we have got is good. So basically what he's trying to do is just take himself another nice bullet, shine it up, put it back in the gun, and get ready to pop something off next season. I hope he's right. And he wants to keep. And, I hope and, he does. And here, here's the thing. I don't know if it's a wise decision to do it with Deshaun. He wants Deshaun to stay. I really think we need to clear up some cap room. I don't mind Deshaun staying one more year, and then if it doesn't work out halfway through the year, you trade him. Listen, I, I'd like Deshaun to say, stay. Me too. I would. I'd like Deshaun. to actually throw the ball to Deshaun. Me too. I mean, I think that would help. You know, and 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 
it's just it's exciting. Bruce Bruce Aaron's has been in the league over thirty years. Yeah, the guy's a real deal. He's gonna give it to you. It kind of looks like a coach, man. Yeah, kind of. Almost, if my my dad wears that, hey, kind of looks like my dad. <laughs> like senior I'm not Chief. gonna lie, to you. I'm gonna tell you right now. Shout out to Senior Chief. Shout out. Senior I'm gonna Chief. tell you right now. Next year, best believe every game, we popping music for. Yeah, him. what's going on there? My bad. Go on. Wow. <laughs> so every game. That I go to next year for my season tickets. I'm wearing, I'm buying one of those hats. I'm gonna buy one of the Bruce Aaron's hats. That's what I'm doing. All right. Well. So this just had to get a little bit of the Bucks talk off. Uh, and Hoppy, glad well, to you see just, you. You took the whole crew out. Yeah, yeah, we took them out uh, last we, week. No, it was a week before. Week before that, the whole wide receiver crew. They were pretty cool. You're and, slowly becoming the the guide to the to the Bucks stars here. Well, I'm so famous, Bubba. I yeah, got Bubba. I got Matt Joyce on the boat yesterday too. We're, we're going to get into that a little bit later on in the show. Um, but the old, so I actually, so I did. I would say, spit it out. I would say I did my first real seminar, like real seminar, on Tuesday at Gators for the Old South also Old Salts Fishing Foundation. Yeah, because most of the seminars that we've done, you know, I don't like seminars. I don't like doing them. You know, yeah. I get asked to do them, but I don't like doing them, right? I know, yeah. But when me and you do them, it's fun because we go and we Yeah, we get, can bounce off we, each other, you know, obviously. We, literally. Yeah. And we, uh, <laughs> you know, we go have a few drinks. They're usually at bars or restaurants, so it's kind of a social thing. Which, it's loud. This was a bar and restaurant, but they had so many people show up to this seminar that they had the entire upstairs to themselves. Okay. So, so it was a room then. Yeah, it was a big room. They had it closed off from the other bar. I mean, I walked in. I was like, "Wow!" Hmm. Uh, like, uh, there's, <laughs> there's no one else but me in this one. Yeah, it looks like uh, I immediate, immediately started sweating you <laughs> as we were speaking. So, uh, you know, I walk in, and this time I brought my rods. I have, I have all three Dan James rods with some Florida fishing products on there. I had some, uh, I had a lure rigged up, and it was funny because I, a little bit of that seminar, I talked about doing what we're gonna go into our second segment about is fishing the river this time of the year yeah but so <laughs> some of the things that i personally thought you know because i'm I'm probably going to be the toughest person to actually analyze it and, and be hard on myself well i said yeah all right hold on let me let me put the mic down and i want to show you guys this rig so i go to go pull the fishing rods out and they're like already tangled at the tip behind nice the tv almost snapped the tip of the rod off because they got a fan doing 100 miles an hour right above me <laughs> so that's that's how my seminar started like the first two or three minutes into it uh, so it was i was you know typical bub move you just look him straight in the eye and just keep on rocking yeah you just keep on rocking well for some reason um uh, you know anytime you do something if you don't have butterflies or you don't get a little bit of adrenaline rush you need to go ch- go check your soul and yeah. figure out what's wrong with you because it's a good feeling. Well, I mean, it's the first time I think that you've been in front of, I don't know, 50, 60, 100, however many people were there. Well, it was probably about close to 100. Uh, well, that's a lot of people just yeah. looking at you, you know, yeah. not in the Flats Mafia type group setting. Yeah. No, sir. Which is different. Yeah. And you it, know, it's different. And these people. Because um, to be honest with you, when we're all together, or me or you, or me, you, and James, we, we don't care if there's a million people. We're just going to do what we do. Yeah. But when it's just you. Oh, yeah, I had the spotlight. It's, it's totally different. The spotlight was on me. Yep. And, uh, you know, I, at the end of the day, I think I spoke for about 45, 50 minutes, which I didn't even – to me, it felt like 25. 
It always know? does, man. I know, right? It always does. So you know, I just hit, I hit, I hit the the, the normal things of what's happening right now. It's, you know, it's tough to do a seminar at this time because there's there's only so much you can talk about. I've listened to us do one together. Um, James said you did a good job by yourself. I've listened to people like Jeremy, who. <laughs> Are so amped up. Who take take everything out of your tackle box and throw it away? There's, yeah, some vulgar language in there, you know. Like, but he he's just that amped up. Yeah. Then on the flip side, I've listened to to, to Mike, to, to to Goodwine, how he does his. Yep. And everybody's got a different way of dealing with it. Yeah. You know, but think, doesn't mean that the inform the information is, I think, good across the board. Yeah. You know, I I think um some of I I think some of the best information that I gave them, that where I felt like I got. Uh, a little bit more interaction with them and questions back was when we just ch- talked about tarpon, which is nowhere near that time just yet. Right. You know, but I talked about a couple of different tactics that I use at the bridge or you use at bean point and all that. And, uh, you know, the trout trout bite right now. Yeah, that's what's going on. And the sheephead, you know. So he, they have a tournament coming up, which I think it's next weekend. And, you know, I was trying to target their fish that they had in their in their tournament. So – uh, you know, they had black drum, flounder, trout, snook, red. Yeah, and I, mean, I tried try to get all those. Talked a little bit about triple tail, which are still around. Yeah, that's I, I think over there too, quite yeah. a bit. And you know, I, I was out, I was down south yesterday. I should have stopped at more crab traps yesterday. They've been catching them over there. Yeah, I should have stopped at more crab traps, but uh, we were on the move yesterday. We drove all over the place. Well, but uh, all in all, it was a fun. It was a fun. Um, it was a fun seminar. These people raise a lot of money to do a lot of things for uh, kids and all different kinds of uh, foundations. So uh, it was, you know, I was I was very happy that they asked me to come out to kick off their new year. Uh, which listen, was man, really any, cool. anytime there's a hundred people showing up uh, to listen to what you have to say, that's a good thing. Yeah, well, because yeah, they knew I was going to be there. So I mean, and you know, it was really cool. So in the front row, my teacher. Teacher, my teacher, my which I call my favorite and only teacher, which taught me the most, which I was able to understand and take the content in, was my captain, uh, Captain Randy Maxson, which was my teacher to, to give me my captain's license. Oh, okay. So he was there, and he, I was in his neck of the woods. He saw I was coming. That's cool. So he came out, which was really cool. I gave him a shout out. Him and Adams Marine, that that you know, that's where. That's you who go. I went through. I love them. Do you know that my renewal uh, crept it's, up on me? Right now, yeah, my paperwork's in, but not like February, late February. My stuff is, uh, I got to renew it. Wow, it's crazy. It happens quick. Five years gone. That's awesome, though. Five yeah. years, five years strong. Yeah, that's good. Yeah, it was, it was, uh, it was cool to have, have the, um, you know, people come out, and then you know, I, I, we talked a little bit about uh, TV, and you know, there was a ton of people there that said they saw the show and they enjoyed it, so that was a good thing as well. So there's even going to be more people. I mean, um, I had a, a, a guy that used to play in the league who's looking in, uh, in the NFL. Uh, he retired a few years back. Lineman, Peterman, Stephen Peterman. Okay. Uh, out of New Orleans, he's thinking about buying a blazer. And uh, I'll tell you what, that's how he found us, was the show. Really? Because now we're on. We're in the Louisiana market. Yeah. The Texas market. Yeah. The New Mexico market. Yeah. All our shows just now airing there now. We're probably in uh, episode yeah. two right now. Yeah. So if you're uh, if you're out that way and, and, and watching us, you know, let us know you're watching. But yeah. yeah, it's 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 spreading out there, man. Yeah, and that's what it's all about. So now, like you know, you were you here last week? Yeah, I think so. Where are you? 
Pretty sure, yeah. I, oh no, that's what um you weren't you weren't there that night. Me and James and Mick were talking about our really our plan for the next ten months to get this show s- scheduled and planned. That's the to make to make thing. the banger. That's the but we already said that Home Assassin's in, Key West is in, Louisiana's in. Yeah, those are three. We're gonna probably do the East Coast with Jamie. Yeah, you know. So I think gonna, that'll be a banger. We're gonna get that going, and and it's uh, that's what. We learned from last year to now this year. It's about planning, scheduling, filming, getting it done. Yeah, if we can get seven back, if we can get seven Louisiana slash home acid trips, those type of episodes. Yeah, hard. Yeah, real hard. Real hard. Real, real hard. Hey, we're gonna take a real quick break, y'all. Make sure you stay tuned. Uh, we're gonna go into trolling in the river, targeting snooks, targeting all these fish inside the river right now. Y'all make sure you stay tuned. This is Flats Mafia Radio 1025 The Bone, brought to you by Hula Bay. Flats Mafia Radio on 102.5 The Bone. Flats Mafia Radio on 102.5 The Bone. I like what you did there, Hoppy. Thank you. I like what you did there. Flats Mafia Radio 102.5 The Bone. Brought to you by Big Storm Brewing Company. We got uh we're gonna go we're gonna probably take this segment in about fishing the river, couple different cover couple different things that we're doing, how we're doing it, what we're using. And uh a lot of this has a big shout out to my buddy Randy Alvarez, who you come in this morning. It's crazy. I, I write it down on my notepads like I did this this week. I want to talk about it. Then you come in, you were with little Halsey on the river walk. Yeah, yep, yep. And these they're Those actually same guys. Same exact guys. Yeah. But they're they're trolling. With conventional reels. I think it was. Yeah, they were because he told me that they were because they put the clicker on. But you know why they do that, right? Because they're there to catch the 40. Like, if they hook a 40, they're going to get them. Yeah. No, I get so, it. So, you know, uh, Randy Randy went out like two weeks ago. I see him. He sends me some pictures. So, I, I mean, I know what he's doing. I just needed to know what, you know, what plugs you were trolling with. Well, I didn't believe it, but they're the Magnum Bombers. Okay, like, I'm talking about a nine-inch plug, three treble hooks on it, that has a stretch on it from like six to, I want to say that particular one might have a stretch from six to twelve feet. Yeah, I think so. So they're doing like the like the man stretch plugs, you know, uh, six to twelve, fifteen to twenty. Yeah, that kind not of stuff. not a very not a huge lip on it. You can't. You wouldn't make it through the river. Yeah, you wouldn't make it through the river. But plus, we're I don't put my my rod holders or on the back of my seat so my rods sit higher so that that brings that lure up a little bit more yeah but so we hit the river and first thing like early morning wednesday and we hit it and just immediately started i trolled through columbus drip bridge and then i got to the mlk bridge and boom we got our first first fish was a jack when you say troll though like how because a lot of people all right. Uh, how fast are you going? I am doing. Are you just in gear? No. It's it, depending on if the tide's coming out or going in. Right. You kind of want to just really and truly just be bumping in and out. But I was staying right about between 3.3 miles an hour and 3.8 miles an hour. I, the, the sweet spot's like 3.5. Okay. So if you got your GPS out. So that's like in gear barely. You're in gear barely. And it's crazy because you just. It's so hard to find that sweet spot because you don't want to go too, too fast. 
You got to just go right. And we actually had shiners as well. And when you're using a shiner and trolling a shiner in the river, which is like candy, yeah. uh, you got to like, you got to barely be in gear when you're trolling the shiners. But I'm talking about a nine-inch plug. We troll. We're going through. Boom. Jack hits it. Skunks off the boat. Cool. We ain't, We haven't even got to the Hillsville Bridge yet. And, you know, we're just going through the bridges. You want to go probably, I like to start trolling 40, 50 yards before you get to the bridge. Troll all the way through the bridge and then another 40 or 50 yards after the bridge. You know, once you're, you know, you got, you got your lure out there pretty far. Uh, a little bit further than what you normally think you would have it. and Like just, what, 50 yards or uh, 30 say, yards? I would thirty. I would say thirty. Thirty. Yeah, okay. I would say thirty between right. twenty-five and thirty. And you're in the middle. I'm. I'm in the middle. Sometimes I might favor one side or not. Like I might favor one fender or not. But catch a shopping cart. Get yeah, too close no, to the sides. Yeah. Thank God we have it. <laughs> but you know, one of the f- craziest things that happened was, like I said, we're using a nine-inch plug. This snook comes up and blows up on this on this plug, and he is like. 14 inches aggressive little guy on a nine inch plug and he caught it right in the mouth i'm like yeah. there's i got a picture i i should po- i'll post it up later uh and the fish in the, the the hooks in the fish's mouth and the lures laying on the side of his body while you're holding it it's, it's like the same as big side. As, yeah. it's crazy but then we go way north you know i went all the way i trolled every bridge going up uh all the way to 275 which is 275 in nebraska Way up there. Wait, got up, got up there, trolled it, came back all the way through. Didn't really do anything good way up north. Yeah, we had, the tide was kind of low, and it gets tricky in there, especially when and I, and I noticed. I don't know if you ever noticed this, but have you ever noticed when you get when you're getting ready to get towards the Bird Street Tower, there was like a a drain or something. It was a like water, thousands of gallons. It felt like just rushing in the river there. And I'm like, did it look like it wasn't the spring? Because you know how the spring, when you come around, they have those docks by the pool. That's after like that shipyard on the. That oh old yeah, thing. you got to go past the shipyard. I, to it, be honest with you, I haven't done a whole lot up there. No. No. Yeah. It's, That's why I'm kind of interested in it. Well, yeah. I mean, and then there's different times of the year. It, those. It's crazy how much fish are really in the river. You wouldn't think snook and redfish go way, way back in there, but they do. We hit my fit the, of course, Mick. Gets hit on one of the trolling plugs, which was the best hit of the day. Yeah, knew it was a snook. You see him come straight up out of the water, blow up on the plug. How he missed those hooks, I have no idea. Because all the other fish that we caught that day, like the Jackson, they they were hooked nine times. Like yeah. you got to you got to pull the hook out of their mouth, out of their side body, yeah. their tail. But using those plugs, we <coughs> excuse me. Last year we used a smaller one, which is the size underneath it. And we did pretty well, but we noticed that they want the bigger plugs, because my buddy Randy, this is how he explained it to me. When it's colder in the wintertime, the snook want to use less energy as possible, so they're going to go for a bigger meal. So that's why by them having the lure like that, they're going to go eat a big piece of, whether mullet, whatever it seems like to them, so they're using less energy and getting more calories. That makes, I mean, that's a, that's a good theory. Yeah, it is really I good think theory. It, I think it's probably pretty true. And here's the thing. My buddy Randy, he is, I don't know if you want to call it OCD, but he writes everything down. I would love to just 
go through his his book that he has because he's always trying to find a pattern on these fish and he just can't do it. What's the bridge between? Uh, all right, so you have Straz. What's you, that bridge? You got Platte Street Bridge. You have is uh, that the one by the Straz Center? Well, the the one that's closest, closest, or the 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 one they just uh, sprayed. Either one of those two is where I saw him catch catch a snook, and he was pretty much. Just favoring, maybe he was dead center of the channel. Favoring the east side of the fender. Just a touch. Yeah. Just a touch. And uh, that's when we saw him catch those fish and turned out to be the same guy. Yeah. But yeah, they're just, I mean, they'll, they'll troll just like they're trolling for her. But you know what's cool is because now because a river uh, is all no wake, you know, and up until you get to ripe after you lately, then you can, you know, you can haul ass till you get to Rick's and then stop and then you get to. I mean, I think they should just. The whole thing just needs to be hey, no it way. Should, I, I think they should do that, and I think they should also put the lights that they have put on those other bridges downtown. Just hook up the last couple bridges. Yeah. Put it on Put it on the North Boulevard Bridge. Put it on the Columbus Bridge and MLK and Hillsborough. Yeah. Just add it. I mean, it's just, it just makes it makes it look nicer. And that water taxi, I, I've seen more stops they've created for that water taxi. Yeah. That river is alive. But there's a lot of fish in there, too. Yeah, and you got to go slow. So if you're gonna go slow, you might as well troll. Yeah, and you know the fishing. Uh, I, when I first moved around here, I started fishing with JD down in the port area. Yeah, JD's a, a and then he's killer. a river rat. Yeah, he's a river rat. He knows knows the stuff. Now you would never um, like I was like, oh man, there's two this cruise ships. Uh, you know, there's there's big tankers and stuff. Ah, fishing at Crickles. We we've always fishing the other side, right? Yeah. And then you start to to get a little pattern together over there, and you're like, yeah. You know, if you know what you're doing over here, you yeah, you could scratch it out. Yeah, you could really do well. Like, yeah, you you could do well from uh, putting in at say you just put in at just for example, put in at Laurie Park, and you could fish from Laurie Park to the mouth of the river and do well. Not even go out of the river. Yeah, we did a lot of um, before Little Hossie came around. Did a lot of night fishing. I love I love the river by the night. port. Yes, you know, and uh, that was pretty cool. You know? I, and I honestly think the same way that we were just were talking about trolling, like I'm, I'm definitely gonna try to do that. I'm gonna try to get out one night this week because I know, uh, uh, I was talking to Boozo. Boozo's getting ready to open up. By the way, yeah, That's shout here. out to the Boozy yeah, Pig. Yeah, to the Boozy Pig is getting ready to open up here off Cypress here shortly. He says, "Look, bro, I gotta go one more time before, before his life's open, over. Before life's over. Yeah, I get it. I understand where he's at. So, but I mean, night fishing." Uh, I actually I want to call Steve Brownlee when I because I, I I went by Rick's yesterday he just we redid a release you know those flats boats the release yeah he fully redid one I'll show you pictures later too it's a beautiful boat but he was gonna throw some plugs last night but right now is the absolute prime time for the river and if you can dial it in where you troll out go out to your spots fish some docks fish from structure you could catch quality fish still and you could catch a bunch of variety of fish different species and then on your way back in troll right back in yeah because you know what's crazy what i noticed we caught a fish you wouldn't think this if the tide was going out the river and i was going up the river mm -hmm. and you're trolling you wouldn't think that a fish is going to eat from the other way yeah, yeah and they did yeah they actually did twice a jack ate and uh a snook ate so you, it's okay to do it. It's yeah. definitely okay to do it. Yeah, I mean, it's 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 nice to change it up. I mean, it's not always white bait in the lake 
in forty five hundred. Yeah. It's it's a different type of fishing. It is. I mean, know? it's honestly, it's more of an artificial approach. And if you get if you can do the shrimp, it's nice to have shrimp. But I think those fish in the river, if you're not trolling and you go try some of the fish, the same structures, and you drop a gulp new penny, that is the number one. To me, the number one bait to use in the river. You're matching the hatch because the water's brown. That that new penny shrimp is brown. Yeah. Well, I had a, a client call me and you know ask about fishing, and I told him I said, look, we're catching trout, we're catching sheephead, I can go catch you some redfish, but you know probably going to be a smaller size, and uh, they just weren't like real enthused about that. Like, well, what about a snook? We can't go catch a bunch of snook. I said, look, man, I'm not I'm not going to the skyway. And right then coming out. back out, I mean, I can catch 30, 40 fish. A couple of them might be snook. Well, if we don't have white bait, see, they get spoiled, man. They do. They get spoiled at springtime bite, whether it's up north or at Whedon or north of Courtney Campbell, where you just are hammering them all day. They don't want to go sit there and wait. Where are we at when we can't wait for five minutes for a bite? Yeah, I know. You know, but we do it to ourselves. Yeah, well, that's you know, the thing. But, I mean, well, there's sometimes as captains that we don't mean to spoil our clients. But they get Look, spoiled. I mean, you have we have a choice that we give them, right? You want to do this, you want to do this, you want to do this. Most of them, yeah, they want to go catch 30, 40 snook. Okay, I get it. No problem. But it's not like that all the time. Yeah. And that's what people, they're like, well, what do you mean? What do you mean there's no bait here? Yeah. Well, there's. Well, I heard there's bait at the Skyway. Why don't we go down there? And you're thinking to yourself, well, okay, buddy. Well, sure, I'll drive 20 miles down there, you know, yeah. 20 miles back. Well, I mean, yesterday I put in at O'Neill's and didn't even think to – to go fish, I mean, to go catch bait at the Skyway just because I knew my guys yesterday, they were getting, I was dropping them off in Anna Maria or Bradenton somewhere, and they were going to take whatever they caught and go to the restaurant and have them prepare it. Yeah, so you're, you're not targeting yeah, stuff that's going to eat white bait right yeah, now. Yeah, exactly. And you're but, you know, sheephead, and you said you caught a lot of nice snapper. Yeah, we caught a lot of, I mean, we caught a lot of snapper. We caught a lot of snapper, but then as soon as we switched it up, uh, you know, and just went to a quarter ounce jig head. We started catching the bigger ones, but you know, it's just the way the way it is right now. But I can tell you this: we talked about it last week when that springtime turns on, bro. Yeah, there's 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 a lot of. I feel like there's more fish in our part of the bay now. It is than there's been. For and some you know, reason. and well, I think a lot of that has to do with why we were so lucky that the red tide didn't hit us. Because yeah. we're that armpit. Those fish had to come up our way. I think you may have something there. I think that yeah. some of them, they they sense that water being like that. And that's another thing I want to talk about when we get come back from a break. Uh, what Ron DeSantis is actually doing for to, to clean these Yeah, we'll talk up. about that. We'll he's he's actually that. stepping up a little bit. I yeah, like I like that. I like that. He said he was going to do some things, and he went right to it. So, yeah, we're going to take a real quick break. This is Flats Mafia Radio 102.5 The Bone, brought to you by Big Storm. Flats Mafia Radio on 102.5 The Bone. Radio. 
1025 The Bone hitting you with a little old school action. Friends. All right, so we're back. We were discussing uh, a lot of a lot of different things going on. Um, but I think what we're going to actually get into is... Let, who we got? We got Tony? Oh, let's go to Tony right away. Let's go to Lieutenant, Tony. L- Lieutenant Tony Rosas is live on the line. Tony, you there? Morning, How y'all doing? All right, brother. Yeah, Morning. How y'all doing today? I'm doing good. How about yourself? Good deal. Good deal. So this week, um, I was posed with a question <clears throat> about whether or not there's any scenario that you can immediately consume any fish that you caught. And the answer is yes, you can. You can actually catch, so we'll just say you're, you run offshore in state waters on the Gulf side and you, you go out and you catch five mangrove snapper, nice-sized mangrove snapper, and you want to immediately prepare one and eat one on the boat. You can do that as long as you have the means to prepare the fish and you cook it right there, so you fillet it, cook it, eat it. Now, the caveat is it has to be a legal fish, and it also counts against your bag limit. So all those rules still apply. But you can immediately catch and consume fish out on the boat while you're on a on a day trip. It's been brought really? up a few times. Yes, sir. It's it's very uh, it, you don't see it very often, but uh, it brought it was brought up the other day and nobody knew the answer. And the answer is it is legal. You can do so, but you have to have the means to prepare the fish. Uh, you also have to, you know, make sure that it it is a legal size fish and it does count against your bag limit. So you can't just go out and catch another one and say. You know, this is yeah. this is my fifth fish. I consume the other one. So now and, you uh, and the Gulf side over here that includes a lot of species. Uh, it's pretty much all the species here in the Gulf side, uh, with exception to some of the uh, coastal migratory pelagic. So grouper, snook, redfish, trout, snapper, uh, they, they're all in there. So really? it's an interesting little thing there. So I figured I'd bring that up this week. Yeah, yeah I got cool. a quick I got a quick question, Tony, because this is this has happened to me before. Um, so like I had a client that lived on lived on the water. And we took the fish, took the fish back to his house. I filleted the fish uh, on the dock at his place, and then I threw some of the fish. He gave me some of the fish, so I, right. I kept some of the fish and put it in my cooler. So now I'm running back, say from like Cobertals to the boat ramp, and I got some filleted fish in there. How how does that work? You know, on my part, say I get stopped. Yo, let me check your boat. Um, how does that work? You know, in that in based that, on the scenario you presented me, the burden of proof that the fish were landed are on you. Realistically, it's all about how they were landed. Okay. Uh, I give you a scenario. I think we talked about this once. If you take a trip to the Keys and you go by water, well, what happens is you have to be able to when you're coming back with those fillets or those lobster tails. If you get stopped on the way back and you tell the officer, "Hey, I, you know, I'm coming from the Keys. This is what I got. This is my legal catch," you have to show proof of landing, which would mean a receipt from hotel, dockage, things like that, which would be able to justify the landing of those fish and justify having them. The scenario you have, you probably wouldn't get away with that because I don't know how you can prove that you first landed the fish and that you were just transiting them by water. Oh, well, Technically, by the way the law reads, you can't have filleted fish on a boat unless it's for immediate consumption, which means that you have the means to cook that fish immediately. Okay, so I need to have stuff on the boat. Because, I mean, well, if I, 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 could have, I could have pictures of, of the actual fish caught, you know, stuff that maybe there was documented, you know, throughout the day. But I was that's always something... Yeah, I would say that you're not that that's going to be a tough scenario and 9 times out of 10 
you're going to end up with a citation. You're going to end up in court okay. trying to explain why you did it. All I right. don't know that that's 100%, but I know that I've had that scenario to me a bunch of times, and it's very hard. The officer's burden of proof is really only that you were in possession of filleted fish, of fish not caught in whole condition or yeah. kept in whole condition. Um, your burden of proof is to whether or not they were landed or not. And that's much more difficult to prove in any scenario than it would be for the officer to prove that you just had fillets on the boat and you were on the waters. Yeah. So okay. I would say it's probably not a good idea. All right. Well, cool. I'm glad I, I'm glad we got that out of the way. Yeah. I mean, they have to, uh, Tony, correct me if I'm wrong, but they have to remain the way you caught them until they got to the dock, correct? Correct. So they have to remain in whole condition. Now, they could be bled out and gutted uh, right. in most, most cases. But in, for the most part, in whole conditions, so that you can, they can be uh, measured, and you know, if it's yeah. a measurement or whatever the seasons, it's that's why they're they have to be kept in whole condition. And, you know, if you have a bunch of fillets on the boat, it's really hard to say whether or not the size of the what yeah. the size of the fish is exactly. So, so I mean, in, in the, Bub's scenario, uh, you know, I stop you and you have a bunch of fillets. I could not tell you one. I couldn't tell you the species. Two. I couldn't tell you how big it was. So to kind of cover my behind. If I filleted those fish and instead of throwing them back in the water, keep the carcasses so they can actually can't do that either. Okay. All right. So I'm just not going to go fillet fish at people's houses anymore. <laughs> all right. I'm out. I'm, yeah, I'm done. Is- I will not do that anymore. <laughs> yeah. It's not. A, it's really difficult. It's a, it's a gray law. It's really difficult to, to, to um, you know, one, enforce and two, not enforce. So, I mean, it, it's, you know, the officer and, and the fishermen, they have a hard time with that law because i mean i get it we understand why what you're doing it's yeah. just there's not any there's a hard there's a hard time to try to make that burden of proof other than the scenario where say you're fishing in another you know another area where you're staying for one two or three days and your only transit is by boat yeah. well you know if i go to the keys and we you know a group of us go and we have 30 lobster tails you know we can't eat all 30 lobster tails you're gonna bring them home right, right. so who can't you have to be able to prove that you <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> well you know <laughs> but um so you have to be able to prove it and the, usually the burden of proof that we allow is say if you have you know docking fees you have you know i stayed five days in this hotel or I rented this house and here's the receipt yeah and that's you know that'll that'll kind of uh you know alleviate that issue but um right on well, an interesting topic today i heard it i heard it somebody talk, called me about it and i heard it on another radio show the other day and i said ah, let me bring that up no it was oh, good it was good no i'm good glad stuff. you did because i had i had some questions asking i mean I, you know, I needed some questions answered so uh appreciate it tony you know that was a good good little session there kid outstanding next week i want to call in real quick because um Gasparilla is coming up the following weekend oh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah 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 we got to go over some things all the boating stuff about Gasparilla. so i'll be calling in a little bit earlier next week and and see if uh I can kind of help some people not get themselves in trouble. Next there week. we go. 10-4. Sounds, yeah, sounds good. That's uh, Lieutenant Tony Rosas with FWC. Hey, Tony, we appreciate it, brother. I hung up. Oh, you hung oh, up on him? Hoppy hung up you on gotta him. You got to let him do his little spiel at the end, Hop. Yeah, geez, he cut him off. Well, man. that was good information, dude. That I, was... I mean, I'm glad I, I'm glad I did, because, you know, I've done it a couple times already. Yeah. You know? Well, you know, and there's there's some different uh, different rules, and there's some different situations that we would get in. To me, the gray area is scary. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, anything in the gray is scary. Yeah, I mean, you know, I, you know, everybody I know, for the most part, even, even people we know, I mean, if they have filet... We, we would like to think nobody's going to do anything crazy, right? Yeah, you know. But you never know. If they don't have anything to go by, then, uh, exactly. yeah, I see why they have to enforce it. You 100%, 100%. Know? Speaking of enforcing laws, um, 
They're writing the crap out of tickets over there at Gandy Boat Ramp. Are they? Yeah. The actual Tampa Police Department, I guess. What For for what? Everything. FL numbers? Nah, I don't know. I seen two guys rolling around there just oh, scratching right. tickets. All they right. got me. Well, did they? Yeah, my Parking? plate. I guess they couldn't see my plate in my uh, window. Oh, well, it looks like I'll be going to Courtney Campbell. Forty dollars. <laughs> I think I've probably got at least a hundred and forty dollars yeah, in tickets I, I this year. I gotta pay a couple of tickets over there. Uh, real quick before we run out of time, uh, got to take another pretty pretty awesome athlete out yesterday. Uh, Matt Joyce, our ex Rays, uh, hometown Tampa boy. Yeah. Uh, you know he was with the A's last year. He's a free agent right now, getting ready to hopefully make some moves and play a couple more years here in the league. Uh, outstanding dude, man. Absolutely, he's pretty cool guy. Man, he was super cool. He, he, being, be, you can almost tell when someone's from Tampa and how you kind of just interact with somebody and, and and just all the stuff that you both have in common. And they were super chill. They told me, listen, we just want to go catch some fish. If we can keep a couple fish that we can take back to this restaurant we're going to later, which is supposed to be like just one of the most outstanding restaurants on Anna Maria Island. I said, well, we'll do what we can. You know, I haven't fished down south in a long time. So loaded up on a bunch of shrimp, picked them up, you know, mess around around Meisner, try to do a little bit on the flats and ended up at my honey hole at the Skyway. Well, hey. And it worked. We, I think they ended up leaving with uh, nine mangrove snapper, and they caught a black drum as well, which was a a, a good size, one. you know, like fifteen inch black drum. Yeah, okay. You know, one one that's good. So then they, like, I get a text from Matt Joyce last night, like eleven thirty at night, and he sent me a picture. It looks like I saw those pictures. Bro, was that Dude. not like a gourmet? I mean, like they, I don't know what they did to that, but they made those fish. It looked. It looked like a $300 plate. Look, big mango snapper, I'm telling you right now, there ain't nothing wrong with them. No. That's no, one of the best I, eating fishes out here. I really love it. And the last time I had it, and I and I tell people all the time, I like the 50-50, the half panko, half Italian breadcrumb with the, the hot uh, blackened seasoning inside that batter. Oh. And then you do the egg into the batter. Egg wash. And, yes. Yeah. And then you put it on that, put it in that oil. Yeah. I'll tell you what. The canola jacuzzi. Oh, yeah, you putting the fish right in the hot jacuzzi. There you go. For later. Hey, listen, uh, I can tell you that there was some fancy crap going on on those pictures that I couldn't Dude, replicate. I, I'm going to, I'm going to, it almost looked like they made a ceviche on one plate. That's what I was thinking about this whole fish ready to eat thing. Uh, carry a ceviche kit with you. Yeah. Like if you're going to go get that type of fish. Yeah. Bang it out. Cut it up real small. Well, you got to carry a I've ceviche. I've done that with scallops. You got to carry a ceviche kit and the one and only Greg Bruce. Brewer, that's that's what I hear. If Greg Brewer is just I gotta a do ceviche that this man. Yeah, you you coming down to the Keys? I or what? am. I'm gonna be there at least two or three days. Two or three days. Don't forget that you know Jeff is not going for two or three days. He's gonna be there. So who do you think has to run the show? West Coast Marines got to stay flow. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Ginger says I'm out. Yeah, I don't, he ain't I, don't I don't think he's missing that. Hey, but I tell you what, you wait till you get to that house. That house is impressive. Yeah, I'm looking forward to it, man. Jacuzzi in the living room. Yeah, yeah. Also, a obsessing a plane hanging from the roof. I mean, this place is massive. I'm ready to get on some of them dolphin. Yes. You I know, mean, I was jealous. I was actually, hell. somebody call, uh, texted me or called me the other day. They were like, hey, man, who'd you use for your charter in the Keys last year? I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> the Ginger Express That's is right. what we used. I That's said, we right. didn't take no charter. We went out there and did it on our own. You know, you want to talk to the locals and that's, you know, get, find out what depth of water those fish are at. 
kind of water temperature and all that. But it, dude, it's fun, man. I'm just looking to do some some a lot of different stuff this year. Yeah, I mean, I'm not going to be able to guide as much with everything going yeah, on. Yeah, so with you got to kind of take advantage of it. Yeah, but I want to go different places, man. You guys are staying pretty busy, huh? Yeah, man. You guys are jammed out. I seen you put something up, uh, the hundred dollar off. You got a bunch of those flyers all over town, huh? Yeah, man. We're just trying to. You know, get people in and just show them what we can do. And I've, well, I've, I know I spoke to five or six different people already that have been in and out. When I say in and out, they the boat hasn't been there that long yeah. and back on the water, and everyone's been uh, everyone's super cool. happy. Yeah, yeah, we're looking to. Uh, man, I can't wait until you see this. I've got pictures. Did I show you the new new blazer coming out in July? The two six. Yeah, but the actual pictures. No. In color. No. Right. I, I like to see. Allegedly, that. there might be something. Well, no, maybe, coming. maybe. I mean, can we go keep it live after the show and show the people? On uh, the I don't know if they want me to do that. Yet. Okay, all right, we gotta keep it on. I gotta get a little. Yeah, soon. Yeah, soon. coming, coming soon to Blazer. Oh my God, coming wait. soon. So I'm gonna go see our boys up uh, up there this week. I I'll think. Tell I think I'm gonna have to. Uh, I think maybe I'm gonna shoot for Wednesday. Maybe you get. Uh, I'll tell Keith you come. Maybe he'll take you to the to the. Panda Express up there. Well, if as long as we can, uh, what's that one drink we got with him? Oh my God! What's it called? Uh, uh, man, they, man, uh, old fashioned. An old fashioned. We 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 <laughs> struggled through two of those, and then they went down pretty good. Yeah, after you get over two old fashions, then they go down like water. That was a night to remember. Yeah, it was or to not remember. <laughs> hey, that uh, that boat show in Miami's coming up soon. It too. is, man. I, I don't know if I have a reason to go this year. Yeah, I know. You I don't know. know. It was fun. If we go, you know what's going to happen. Yeah. Well, if we go and we don't have responsibilities, you know what's going to happen. Yeah, it's good. Actually, we might go. (laughs) Yeah, we're going. Put it in your calendars. All right, folks, we have reached the end of our show today. Uh, Had fun, you know. Hey, we... You know, we got we got through it without dad. We did. We got through it without dad. Oh, one thing we did not mention, Tideline Tuesday it's is coming, coming back. February, either middle to late February. It will be at Big Storm Brewing Company. We're kicking off uh, the new year right, and I believe Captain Frankie Diaz will be our captain speaking. So it's going to be confirm that. Yeah, it's still allegedly. Allegedly. But I we love can using get that word. So, uh... We'll call it a wrap. Big shout-outs to Big Storm Brewing Cup in Hula Bay, Minnows and Monsters. Uh, We'll see y'all next week. Two fingers. Flats Mafia Radio on 102.5 The Bone.